Oh yeah! Welcome to today's podcast on Rags the Riches Secrets. Today we're going to talk about is why do you need an avatar? Now, if you don't know what an avatar is, is like in, in the world of marketing, when you want to talk to a very, when, like you want to talk to a very specific person. And so what you'll do is you'll define this avatar, the person that you want to reach, the person that you want to talk to, so that when you start talking to them, you actually talk to them specifically. And now I'll give you an idea of what I mean on, on, on an avatar. There was a there was a guy his name was John Lee Dumas and he was asked, "Hey, who's your avatar?" And he says, "My my business or what I do is it's entrepreneur on fire." And so I'm talking to the guy who works a nine to five job nine to five job. He's driving home from work. He's spending time listening to me on this podcast. He's got two kids. He's 35 years old. Da 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 da. And he explains. 35 years old, he likes this, he likes this, and he does this, and he does this. And he knows very spe- or specifically who his avatar is so that when he talks to him, he is actually talking to a very direct person. Now, you might say, hey, Mike, why does that matter? Think about it. If you go into, let's just say you're in a crowded room and somebody says, hey, Mike, guess what's going to happen to everybody with the name of Mike? We're all going to go, what? We're going to take a turn around and we're going to look back and say, who are you? Oh, you're talking to me, talking to me specifically, right? Or have you ever run into where you said, hey, dad or mom, and all of a sudden moms start turning around and they look and they start paying attention, right? Because what you did is you called them by name. Therefore, they knew exactly who you were talking to. And so when I started sitting down and trying to figure out, like when I take and I do solar, the question is, is exactly who am I talking to? Or in your business, who exactly are you talking to? Now, it matters because let's just say that you're trying to sell, um, like, say, underwear. You got 34, you got some underwear with a 34 inch, okay? And you're trying to sell it to them. You're going to want to talk to somebody who would be interested in that. You don't just say, hey, I've got 66 inch underwear, right? When you're trying to talk to somebody with 34 inch underwear. Now, it might be a dumb example, but you see what I'm saying is like people that have, like, that like a guy that has a 34 inch waist is going to have different concerns and issues that he's thinking about than somebody with 66 inch or somebody with 29 inch. See what I'm talking about? So there's a difference. And so right here, I'm going to go into and I'm, basically I'm going to break down like three secrets on what it is or why it is you want to know exactly who your avatar is and that you're talking to. Okay. And so that like kind of the secret number one is like, you've got to be able to know, be able to directly describe their problem. So they've got a question. They've got something going on inside their mind right here, right now, where they're like, huh, like I've got this problem. And I'll give you an example. It's, it's easier for me to share with you examples based on my own business. But you can take and look at the example I'm going to share and then peel back your own business and then you can start figuring out where this is. For example, right now, I've, I like... On my solar pros, I take and I've got a solar business, okay? On my solar, when, I, when I'm talking to one of my avatars, this is a solar pro. This is a guy that already knows how to go out and sell and stuff. And when I'm talking to him, I'm saying, hey, solar pro, like, are you tired of having these big companies like Vivint come in there? Like, you start recruiting an entire base. They say, hey, let's cut costs. They chop you off. All of a sudden, they keep all of your employees, all your staff, and they figured out how to reduce costs. Well, maintaining sales by just chopping you off. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, hey, Solar Pro, 
you tired of getting your getting slashed or cut from a company so that they can take your sales reps? That would be talking to a very specific pain. One pain right now that I'm running into that this is this is one like if you notice during COVID, there's there's shortages of material, there's shortages of all kinds of stuff. And there's guys out there right here, right now that are contractors in the contracting space. And they like they've got work. It's not that they don't have work. The problem is, is you can have all the work in the world with no product to fulfill anything. Like when I was buying, I bought two brand new side by sides. And when I was talking to him, the guy's like, man, he, the dealership, he's like, this business is hot with one exception. Lots of demand and no product. I can't even get product. And what, what good is a business that cannot actually sell any product? And I'm running into that right here, right now, where I'm talking to one of my, to one of my, my partner. He's a builder. And he's like, in the marketplace, he found guys that take and do all kinds of aluminum siding or they do different things where they build out aluminum on homes. And the problem they're running into is it's not that they don't have demand. They have no access to aluminum to be able to make the things that they need to make. Therefore, they can't actually produce. And so like when we look at it, that's that's like that's the exact thing that the guy told my friend as a builder. And he goes, I've got all these guys sitting on their butts doing nothing, producing nothing because they like we don't have products so that we can fulfill anything. And in this case, I would say, hey, contractor, like got demand, but have nothing to sell. Like got no product because you, ha- you can't get, you can't access your supply chains broken. You can't access material. Therefore, you have nothing to sell. And I would talk to that avatar specifically about their very, very specific problem. And once that avatar or that individual feels like that they are understood, then they can start moving to the next step, which gives me opportunity to present a solution to their specific problem. But you've got to understand their problem first before you can start introducing solutions to help them. So one, this is the very first secret. You've got to be able to talk directly to a person about their very specific problem. Okay, so number two, you've got to know how to motivate them. Like once you once you know that they've got a very specific problem, you've got to know what motivates them. You see what I'm saying? Because like, think about yourself. Like if somebody does not come to you with a solution or, or doesn't come with you to a way to help motivate you. Because the very first thing I did is I tried to understand the problem. That way I can identify their pain and I can talk specifically to their pain. Now I need to know what motivates them. Hey, like you sitting home doing nothing because you have no product to fulfill. Wouldn't you like to try something different? Like, yeah, of course. Like they're sitting home. Like who... Who, uh, how many people do you know crushing it when they have nothing to sell and they can't fulfill anything, right? And so I've got to understand what motivates them. Hey, you sitting home with nothing to do? Now I can start talking about things that would help them kind of feel their problem so that I can start working on a, a solution or a methodology to motivate them. So that's number two, okay? And then number three is when I sit down and I start designing or creating an offer or design or coming up with a product, like I've got to come up with a very, very specific product or a solution to a problem. When, if you want to think about it, think, think of like fishing. Fishing is probably one of the, probably one of the best examples. Okay. So if you're going to go look for trout, you're probably going to take 
put a fly or something or maybe a spinner out there inside the water that would be the right size that a trout could actually become interested in it. Like if you were to go put a six foot trout or maybe not a six foot trout, but if you were to go get like a two foot trout, put it on the end of your hook, throw it out inside the lake, not likely going to catch some trout. You see what I'm saying? Or if you go out to the ocean and your big, your big idea is I want to catch a shark, you're probably not going to put a fly on the end of your hook thinking that you're going to attract a shark. You've got to be able to have the right bait for the right problem, okay? So if, like, if you're, if you're, uh, let's say you're, you're a guy, you're uh, six foot tall and you're 110 pounds, I'm probably not going to talk to you about a diet. It's not something that you want, like, is in losing weight. Now, you might be, you would probably be better served on how to, like, put 50 pounds of muscles on and, and be able to bulk up. So I would talk to you different than if you were like 500 pounds and your goal was to lose weight, where I'd say, hey, this is how you can go through and start cutting and losing weight without, and then I would try to simplify it without having a lot of pain. So um, you got, you, you, you can really see what I'm saying. Um, knowing specifically who you're talking to. One of the books that I like, he he said that you could sell like, he goes, he goes, the more specific a solution can become to a person's individual needs, the more you can actually charge for that thing. So if you said, hey, I've got a time management course, you know, and you don't really pick an avatar. You put it out there, $19 for, I'm going to show you how to manage your time, how to organize yourself and get all this stuff done. It's a really cool time management course. Like, because it's so general in nature, you're going to have a very hard time getting a whole lot of people interested. But then if you said, hey, um, this is a time management course for solar pros, okay? Well, now you're talking to an individual avatar who would say, oh, you're talking to me. You know my problem. Then if I said, hey, I'm talking to solar pros, but I'm, all, I'm talking to district leaders, you'd be saying, Oh, am I a district leader? Now I'm talking very, very specific to a to that person. Therefore, instead of charging 19 bucks, maybe I charge like 50 bucks. And then because I'm talking to a district manager, I'm going to charge 99 bucks. Then I'm going to maybe maybe I could even dial it down even more specific. And I could say like Solar Pro, who's a district manager who is trying to triple sales. Here is a time management course for somebody who is working on tripling sales in this thing. And this course is now 999 bucks because I'm going to triple your sales, which means 90, 999 bucks should be a peanut for a person that's actually trying to solve that problem. It's a very specific thing. And that's one of the, like, that's one of the mistakes that we make. Like, people will say, well, who, who's your client? Like everybody's my client. I want everybody. Like there's truth in that, but at the same time, you're not going to be able to get everybody. You are actually creating a custom solution for a very, very specific individual. Like you take the example from Geico Insurance. Okay, Geico Insurance is they when they started out, Geico is like um, government employee. Um, 
insurance, some whatever it was. It was for government employees. And the belief was, is that very specific avatar had a very low likelihood of actually having insurance claims. So they were talking to a very specific person. And because they did, they picked out their little niche. Therefore, they could be cheap on that very specific individual. So like Geico, I, I ran insurance quotes and stuff to see where they came in at. Like, you have to be pretty dang good. You got to be squeaky clean. They're not looking for people with a whole bunch of traffic accidents and speeding tickets. Like, if you start getting those, they're going to boot you out of that program because their avatar is not that individual. Now you've got other insurance companies who deal in high-risk individuals who could have accidents, could have speeding tickets. Their premium is much higher but they're also, they've also identified a very specific avatar inside that marketplace, which they're willing to insure. Like, I, one thing I noticed about where I live is I live up here in the mountains and there was a fire that came in and it kind of scared the bejeebies out of everybody. Like, I am literally surprised that I still have a house. It survived. And the thing I noticed is my insurance provider at the time was Allstate. And Allstate said, wow, we do not want that exposure. Therefore, we are no longer going to provide insurance to that to, to those individuals. So I actually ended up having to go out and hunt and find new insurance providers. And here's what I discovered. This was interesting. So if I went with American Family, American Family, their avatar, like they target me. They target me very specifically. I can tell. Because the price difference between insuring my house and my autos with American Family was about $2,000 a year less than with uh, Allstate, uh, Farm Bureau. Um, oh my gosh, who else did I get? I, I got quotes from like four or five different, different providers. And my conclusion that I came away with is Allstate or, or American Family is very catered, is very specific. They're catering towards my particular demographic based on my family and stuff. And so as a result... Switching from Allstate actually was a huge advantage for me because I found somebody that was very specifically targeting who I was. Now you'll find you'll find people in the in the business. Uh, a friend of mine he said that he went to Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, event. It was in a charity event that Arnold had at his house. Okay, and when he was there, he said that there was this guy who says when when demand increases. He says, cut supply and increase prices. That's how it's done. And what this guy sold, he sells very, very high-end jewelry, like $500,000, million watches, just stupid stuff, right? Like stupid expensive, what I mean is. And what it is, is the other 1% who see that individual using that specific thing knows that they are in that top 0.4% or whatever, who could actually afford buying that status symbol. It has nothing to do with the watch being able to tell better time than what they could get with an Apple watch or any other watch that actually or, or clocks in to the atomic clock that just keeps everybody's watches accurate, right? But they're catering to this person's individual ego that would want such a status symbol. You see what I'm saying? His avatar is like, like he, it's a, like you could say it's a snooty person or whatever you want to call it, but his avatar is somebody that would be willing to pay 
$100,000, million bucks or whatever for a watch, right? Because it keeps better time. Everybody knows that. Like, it's more accurate, I guess. So, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a very specific avatar who they would market a Toyota Camry to. There's a very specific uh, avatar that you're going you're gonna to market a luxury vehicle to. There's a very specific avatar that would be interested in a Jeep or an SUV or a minivan. Like a minivan, if you think about it, that was when Chrysler was, they were up against the ropes. They were going to take and go pretty much bankrupt. They came out with the minivan. The minivan came out and it targeted like families who want easy in and out access to get in and out of the vehicles. Because it was a pain to move kids in and out of these other different types of vehicles. And the minivan sliding opens up a huge door, lets people in and out. Boom. Overnight, it transformed their entire business and saved them. Because they found a very specific problem and a very specific avatar that was going to get it. Probably didn't sell a lot of minivans to a general contractor. Okay, Probably didn't sell a lot of minivans to a single guy. Probably didn't sell a lot of minivans to somebody who, like a single woman who didn't have any kids or a couple who just barely got married. But I would, I would, like, you could bet that somebody who was packing kids in and out of a vehicle who wanted easy accessibility, but they also wanted capacity to, like, to transport stuff, that avatar was very, very interested in that individual product. So you'd say, who was the demographic? The demographic was this. I remember, was it gone in 60 seconds? You had uh, Nicolas Cage that walks into this uh, really fancy showroom. And he goes, I want to go to a party and I want people to know that I'm legit. I am looking for that kind of car. Like, I want them to know I am a snooty, snob, son of a bee that wants to something, something, something. And he goes, ah, I know what kind of car you're looking for. And he's looking for this status symbol. See what I'm saying? And so in that case, that guy then identified that this guy's problem wasn't that he needed a car. He needed a car that would show a level of status. And so that is it's really the three secrets I wanted to share with you is you've got to know who your avatar is so that you got so that you know how to offer them a product that they want. There is a very different set of needs of a mom needing a minivan to be able to transport her kid and some guy or some girl who wants to set a like he he or she wants you to know that they are in the top one percent could afford a half a million dollar car therefore they bought the Lamborghini it's very it's very different avatar you would you would talk to them different like 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 maybe a Lamborghini guy would say man I bought this car because it gets great gas mileage you know Really good insurance, like like really low. It's cheap insurance, great gas mileage. Like, see what I'm talking about? None of those are applicable to it. Has nothing to do with it whatsoever. And so that's it. That's so kind of a recap on those three secrets, which is on the avatar, you need to be able to solve you need to be able to talk directly to the very specific problem that they're trying to solve. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you've got to know what would motivate them. Like telling the guy with a Lamborghini that he's going to necessarily save gas, that's probably not what's going to motivate him. What's going to motivate him is his chicks are going to dig him when he goes to this party because he's going to be in this top, this elite car. Guys are going to come up to him and say, bam, bro, that's a killer car. 
Like that's what's going to motivate him. You're going to play. You're going to motivate him based on his ego, may, rather than simplicity of getting kids and out. So that was number two. Like number two is you got to know how to motivate him. Then number three is you got to be able to design or customize a product to help them with their very specific problem. Mother in the minivan is not looking to get from here to somewhere else in 0.2 seconds. Like she's okay taking 10 minutes. Okay. There, so as you can see, the product or the, the actual excuse me, outcome is actually quite a bit different. Anyway, hopefully that was useful for you. You you can see in this the rags the riches secrets. These are tools and secrets that I'm using to take and to scale my businesses. This is what I use to generate these awards. This is what I use to, to be able to talk specifically to my avatar to be able to help and to motivate them so that they can step into an opportunity where I can help them. Anyway, I will talk to you later.